Hey, Doc Holly Health here, your virtual physical therapist and fitness coach. You are in the right place if you want to talk about embodying your fitness lifestyle, healing body aches, injuries, and pains through movement, and harmonizing a positive mindset. Let's dive in. Hey podcast, what's up? I'm so excited, I think more excited than I've ever been to record a podcast because I'm here with my good friend, Alexia. Alexia and I met through actually our boyfriends and they are both physical therapists as well. So Alexia and I are physical therapists, our boyfriends are physical therapists, so we all get along great because of that. But no, we all just click super well and started hanging out together and have just become great friends ever since. Um, so we just love to talk about anything physical therapy when we're together, but don't worry, we're humans too. We talk about other things, but I think you, you'll you get a lot out of this talk with us. We're gonna chat about, first of all, Alexia's journey to being a physical therapist. Um, she also is into Pilates and great at it. So we're gonna talk about her journey with Pilates and how great Pilates is in the physical therapy world. So I'm gonna let her do a little intro about herself and how she got into physical therapy. So I don't want to take your thunder on this, Alexia. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey everyone, I'm super excited to be here. My name is Alexia, um, and as Holly said, I'm a physical therapist as well. Um, and I'm also a Pilates instructor. So how did I become a PT? So I actually don't really have any crazy story when it comes to that. Um, I'm just a person who has always loved movement. I've always been an active person. Um, and in high school, I, I, I like healthcare as well. So in, in high school, I kind of started looking for a fusion between um, movement and being able to help people at the same time, which is where I started getting into the therapies. I kind of found out about physical therapy, I found out about occupational therapy, I found out about speech therapy. And then from there, I kind of dove into all three, looked to see which one I gravitated towards more and naturally was the physical therapy. The second I shadowed my first physical therapist, I fell in love. Um, just the fact that physical therapists are able to help people you know, abolish pain without any invasive procedures is just, it blew my mind. So ever since then, I made it a point, like this is what I'm gonna be and I'm, I'm gonna make it happen. I love that so much and can totally relate to you. Like I've always loved movement. And when I found out about the profession, I was like, okay, this is what I need to do. So that's so cool how we both kind of just knew when shadowing people. And I know you have a, a little bit of a background in dance as well. Uh, if you just want to talk about your your dancing and kind of your movement background too. Yeah. Um, so I've been a dancer my whole life since I was little. I started gymnastics and um, dance. I kind of gravitated away from the gymnastics. You kind of have to focus on one in order to get really good at it. So I started focusing on dance. I became a competitive dancer. And with that, um, I was required to basically practice and master different forms of dance, um, especially ballet, which is the core of, of all dance. Um, and then I did lyrical, jazz, tap, I did a little bit of hip hop. Um, 
And I did that all through high school. And in college, I kind of, you know, I started focusing more on my studies. So I kind of strayed away from it a little bit. I still practiced ballet, but um, I had other things in mind. But I've noticed that because of my dance background, I, my workout still, my, the way that I exercise, it's, it still incorporates dance into the way I move, which is also, I think, how um, I started falling in love with Pilates as well. So It's so magical. The way you like feel when you're dancing and when you're doing Pilates, I can imagine it's so similar. The way it flows together, you're still getting a great workout. It's like time just dissipates, <laughs> which is yeah. so cool. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, I actually started getting into resistance training two years ago. I started lifting the heaviest weight I've ever lifted yes. and I loved it. Yeah. But then recently I kind of started just fusing the two. Um, just doing heavy lifting just wasn't enough for me. I kind of missed like more of the flow. So that's when I kind of started getting back into like the dance and the Pilates and all of that. So both are good. <laughs> cool. Yeah, there's no right or wrong. Like um, I've been one of those people too who have gotten so focused in on getting really good at one thing and then forgetting about the rest because that's how I feel like society tells us we have to be like so focused on getting good at one thing. But movement is medicine in general like as long as you're doing it and enjoying it there's exactly no right or wrong it's an art and a science well sweet let's talk more about that in a minute um tell me more about your physical um therapy what are you doing now for your your work as a physical therapist so i'm kind of all over the place so right now i am working in an acute care hospital um south miami hospital to be exact so there, um, I basically float around everywhere. They, they make me go into every floor. So I treat cardiopulmonary patients. I treat orthopedic patients. I treat neurological patients. Um, I dab into the ICU sometimes too. So that's one side. Then, and I do that a couple days a week. And then a couple days of the week, I also do um, inpatient rehab. So I also work at an inpatient rehab hospital, which is mainly the neurological population. So I treat a lot of stroke patients. I treat a lot, a lot of traumatic brain injury patients. And in that, with that population, I'm with them for a longer period of time. Um, and then of course, on the side, I also teach at a Pilates studio called Conscious Movement. And there I teach both group classes, which could be basically anybody who's just looking to have a active, healthy lifestyle and they, you know, practice Pilates. And then my favorite, which is the privates, I also take people one-on-one. -on -one. And the majority of people that I see for privates, they tend to be recovering from some type of injury, some type of surgery. So for me, it's my favorite because it's basically a Pilates physical therapy session. It's physical therapy but um i have all the pilates equipment in hand so i and i can do what i want you know with them to make them better so i'm all over the place but i love it <laughs> you guys make no mistake the neuro pt is probably the hardest in the physical therapy world alexia is so intelligent so good with all of her patients and she's the jack of all trades she is like <laughs> physical therapy queen right here. So you guys are like in the midst of, you should be honored to be listening to this. No, but really, Alexia is, is great and she's able to connect so well with all of her patients, which is really the, the key in physical therapy. 
is being able to connect and have a good relationship with all of them. So I know that you're doing that, which is really, really cool. What would you, so you said your favorite part is to be able to connect your worlds of physical therapy and Pilates. So let's do a little shift and talk about Pilates. Um, so your experience with the Pilates, as a Pilates instructor is a, is a little bit both, right? You're doing some physical therapy oriented stuff and some just like group classes. Yes, exactly. So I started Pilates about two years ago, I'd say. Um, my first physical therapy job, I was in an orthopedic clinic, and I actually was extremely lucky that I had a, basically, she's considered a physical therapy Pilates guru, she, in Miami anyway, um, and everybody in the Miami area that heard about her and, you know, just heard about her work, they actually seeked her out and they wanted to get rehabbed by her because of her method of combining both PT and Pilates. And the clinic was small enough that I'd be treating other people, but I would see what she was doing. And I saw it work before my eyes and I was actually very inspired by everything that she was doing. So she's actually the one that I first started talking to and you know how she got into it, if um, the results that she's seen, uh, how it's different from what we are trained to do as PTs in school, because they don't really talk about Pilates too much in school at all, so it was something new for me. Um, and then I was lucky that the clinic had all the Pilates equipment. So I kind of started dabbing into Pilates with patients even before I got trained. Um, so I kind of started just throwing them into some exercises, and I, I even saw benefits back then. So then from there is when I decided to just get certified which it's it's like a year and a half process if you want to be trained in all of the the types of equipment you can either be trained just with mat work or you can be trained in what's called comprehensive pilates so basically you're trained in the reformer you're trained in the cadillac you're trained in the wounded chair there's like a whole host of equipment that um that they train you how to use and there's just a whole host of equip of uh, exercises that go along with with all of them so it takes some time to get to know, but that's kind of how I got into it. So I finished in October of this past year and I've been teaching ever since. So. so cool. So for someone who's listening and they're like, yeah, I've heard the terms Matt versus reformer Pilates, but I don't really understand the difference. What are the two like main differences between them? Yeah, so I would say, I would think of it as, so mat work, there's no equipment involved. It's just you and your body performing the exercises versus the reformer or any of the other types of equipment. They kind of assist you in performing the exercises, whether it be with springs or whether it be with straps. So in Pilates, all the exercises that you learn on the mat, they can be transferred over to the reformer, wounded chair, to the Cadillac. So all the exercises are interchangeable with all the types of equipment. So if you think of it like that, but if you're doing it on the reformer, you have things helping you. You have resistance of springs, you have straps. If you're doing it on the mat, it's just your body. So it's, it's pure control, which I'm sure you know, you that took a mat class recently, you probably felt that yourself. It's tough. So tough. 
You guys, I had the great opportunity to actually take a Pilates class from Alexia's studio last week, and I am a huge believer in it now. Not only was it like a super tough workout, but so many of the things that I already do with my back pain patients was incorporated in this beautiful sequence and flow, and I'm going to start sending some back patients to Pilates for this reason. We're going to talk about why for sure, but if you're listening and you're having back aches and pains, like listen up to this next part. So who all would, as a, as a um, physical therapy and Pilates mix, who's going to benefit from this? So really, I believe that anybody is going to benefit from Pilates. Um, there's actually a movement going on right now that they're even catering it towards neurological patients. So stroke patients, traumatic brain injury patients, um, they're all benefiting from, from Pilates. And the, I mean, I think the most common is the orthopedic patients. So a lot of back pain patients, a lot of patients recovering from orthopedic surgeries, but really it's, it's anyone, even just healthy people who are looking just to get fit, you know, or at least round out their training for sure for sure so what would like i know that a, a session for somebody who's fit and a session for somebody who's coming in for more of like the physical therapy type stuff is going to look different so if if i'm a, a patient and i'm coming in for like back pain let's say what would this look like so at least for me, so the first thing that I do when someone comes into the studio, let's say it's a private and I'm meeting you for the first time, I would first ask you why you're here, why you're trying out Pilates. And then one of the key questions is I'm going to ask them if they are suffering from any injuries, if there's any pain that they're currently experiencing. If they say yes to any of that, then I'm immediately going to treat them more as a patient than a client. So I start shifting gears and I kind of turn it into um, like a PT evaluation. So I'll evaluate them just like if they were coming into a PT clinic. I'll do a full-blown evaluation, you know, strength, mobility, um, see what provokes the pain, what doesn't. And then from there, I basically just start throwing them into movement, but it's just more Pilates based and it would be just traditional PT exercises that we all know. So. Right, right, totally. So that is really the, the um, looking for the right word. I wanna say how it gets meshed together. Like we're able to see who's in need, what they're lacking, what they could improve upon and just take it from there. Like that's how we get to be able to adapt and be flexible so that we can cater what program we decide to go off of based on you, the individual. And that's like the fun part of being a physical therapist, right? It's like figure out what's going on and, and take <laughs> so it from there. Yeah. Like, yeah. But um, Pilates, is, it's just funny because Pilates really just incorporates things that PTs innately know. Um, Pilates is actually, it's, it incorporates, I, I guess like it's just thought of differently than how PTs usually think of it. Um, Pilates kind of, when we take people through a session, there's like certain things that we, by we, I just mean Pilates teachers, but you know, I'm both. So um, 
but there's like certain things that we aim to offer to the person as they go through a Pilates session. So, I mean, if you want me to just dive into that really dive quick. In, dive in. So you're, and you're going to notice that all of these things we do as PTs as well. Um, but the Pilates instructors do this too. So the first thing that we focus on with Pilates is breathing. So, you know, faulty breathing can cause so many issues when it comes to movement. So um, you'll notice that in a Pilates session, we'll definitely talk about when to inhale and when to exhale during an exercise. So relating this back to the PT world, um, you know, we know that inhalation can promote spinal extension and exhalation can promote spinal flexion. So if you want to enhance a specific type of movement, just incorporate the breath work and you'll get more mobility in that range than if you're just holding your breath or just, you know, having erratic breathing. So breathing is one. Another one is trunk control, which we all know, you know, Pilates is huge on that. Um, but as PTs, we are also huge on tapping into that core musculature, not just the abdominals, but, you know, your back muscles as well, the deep back muscles, um, the pelvic floor as well is huge. So Pilates and PT both focus on using those muscles during exercises and not just making sure that they're strong, but making sure that they're being activated at the right time because that's, that's huge when it comes to, to pain. Um, mobility, obviously Pilates, you know, we, we try to incorporate mobility work and trying to make people more flexible. PTs as well. Um, but think of mobility, not really just flexibility, like being able to put your foot behind your head, but really just making sure that, let's say in regards to back pain, um, that there isn't like a specific area of the spine that's moving more than others. Like we're promoting that there's distribution of force along the whole spine so that there isn't just one piece of the spine that's just doing all the work, which can cause back pain. So we're trying to promote just general mobility. Um, and then the other three just have to do really with, you know, like moving efficiently, making sure that the right muscles are working when they need to, and any other type of muscle that maybe is activated that doesn't need to be is turned off. Mm -hmm. um, alignment, so posture, which we all love working with good posture, both PTs and Pilates both, and just movement integration. So motor control, which is huge. And motor control is basically the body's ability to use all of its body parts in a coordinated way to perform a specific task. So all of these things, you know, PTs are resonate towards it 100% and Pilates instructors do the same thing. They may, they may just not know that they're, they're doing PT in a yeah. way. <laughs> that was so much gold. I was taking down notes like a maniac with everything you were saying because it was just so many little gold nuggets. So let's, let's kind of recap the breathing. Personally, I used to think he was a bunch of like woo woo when we learned about it in physical therapy school. It's like, yeah, breathing, we all do that. Like, why would I even think about incorporating that into my physical therapy practice? And now I do it all the time. Like, there's so much science behind it, but Sim Alexia put it so simply and beautifully that, you know, you can use it to control and to release into certain movements and so much more. So when your instructors walking you through the breathing component, really be open to receiving that for sure. Um, then as well as talking about being able to use the core, but the core is so much more than what one might think. It's more than just looking at somebody who has abs. <laughs> it's 
incorporates the the core just the abs have four layers and then we also have to coordinate synergistically our muscles in our back and our glutes and our pelvic floor and being able to analyze if they are or they're not working synergistically and where we can find those specific exercise to focus on so that we can move efficiently and that kind of encompasses what you were saying about the motor control, using all of our parts to be able to coordinate a specific task, whether that's doing your dishes, maybe you have pain, back pain when you're doing your dishes, whether it's tying your shoe, maybe it's getting out of bed in the morning. We wanna make sure that we're using the muscles in the most optimal way possible so that you can do all of those things. And it's really cool that Pilates is doing it all already. So if you're going to Pilates class in general, like you're going to see benefits. But it's just so great seeing that um, Alexi's, Alexia is able to coordinate this all with her patients. So it's just beautiful. <laughs> Anything you want to add on that? <laughs> no, no, I, I love it. I mean, it's, it just, that's why it's just, Pilates is good both for people who are suffering from pain, but it's just a good way to just tune up your body. If, even if you're feeling good, that's why you see a lot of people like athletes and dancers that they even tap into Pilates just because it, it adds an extra layer of just making sure that your body is moving the way it's supposed to, that everything is activating when it needs to. I, I kind of think of it as just, it's just a good way to just fine tune the body and make sure like, hey, okay, you know, it's, we're able to do this all in the right way and the whole body is working together. Um, because I, I feel like a lot of times we get caught up in, in performing a specific type of, or way of exercising and it's kind of teaching the body just to move in one way, which can, it can end up, it, it's just, I don't think it's the way that we're supposed to be yeah. moving in general, so. Yeah, I agree. I know that I'm, I'm sold. I'm going to start adding Pilates in as well. So yeah, yeah, me hooked for sure. So another huge thing that I've been talking about to my audience, so if you've been listening, you know that I think mindset is so, so important because what we focus on is going to grow. So if we're focusing on if we're a patient and we have some type of ache or pain and we're dwelling on that and we're going oh this sucks my back hurts and we're going to keep the cycle going in some way shape or form but if we're doing the inner work and focusing on healing every day and taking the steps to heal and really really making our mindset um, a key part of our healing then it's going to go in my opinion a lot faster and again, Pilates naturally incorporates mindset in it. Would you say, would you agree? Like, how does that work together? 100%. So I believe that a lot of pain and chronic pain is caused by, or at least it's exasperated by people that they start just getting scared to move. Like, you know, if I try to do this, I'm going to feel pain. If I try to take out the dishes, I'm going to feel pain. So what I like about Pilates, especially, I mean, I can't say for all group classes, but at least for privates, the instructor is able to it doesn't matter what type of pain you're in, they're able to modify the exercise enough that you can move without pain. Um, whether it be modifying the resistance, we can modify the angle of the body. Um, 
And again, with straps, um, there's like a whole host of things that we can do in Pilates to make sure that you're able to just get movement down without pain. So what that does is if you're able to go through a session with as little pain as possible, that's tapping into the psychosocial part of your brain that's saying, you know, like, okay, like I'm moving and I'm not in pain. So little by little, you can start to get back into true movement, but it, you know, it, it just takes those baby steps to get there. Um, so I think Pilates is just a good way to do that. We have like the tools that you need, um, which is why I love the equipment because it just, it lets people actually move again without pain. And little by little, you increase the movement, increase the range of motion. And before you know it, like when the two months, three months is over, you're like, holy smokes. Like right in the beginning, I was barely moving, but I was moving without pain. And now we progress and I'm, I'm basically doing things I was able to do before pain-free. So a lot of it is just, it's mental. And I think Pilates is a good way to, to get rid of that barrier that a lot of people have with pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything she's saying is so true. It's about building that confidence and knowing that we can do certain things without feeling pain. So we start to break those cycles. We start to break what we're, we maybe wire in our neurological system. Like, oh, if I bend down too far, I'm going to have pain. And that's just not true. That's just convincing our body to like keep those same pain patterns and our pain receptors tend to fire sooner maybe than they have to. And that's a whole nother conversation we could talk about. But in the end of the day, Pilates is going to break those cycles. And what we've all been searching the answer for, pain-free living, right? We don't have to live in pain. And this is one amazing way to start breaking that and living life how you're supposed to. <laughs> yes. So yes. yeah, that's cool. If someone's looking to get into Pilates, how would they go about finding a studio that's right for them? Um, we can, let's talk about both. Maybe just a Pilates studio if you just want to exercise and then maybe finding one if you're looking for a physical therapy component. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I mean, I think I would start with just looking up in general, the Pilates studios in your area. And I've, I've noticed at least, at least in, in this community here that the Pilates studios that end up having physical therapists who are also Pilates instructors, they're, they're proud of that. So they actually have that on their website. Like they'll have like the instructors down and they'll have the credentials. So, you know, if, if that's what you're looking for, a lot of times they have it just right there on the website. Otherwise you can just call and, and ask. I mean, you can just talk to them about what you're looking for. If you're just looking just for an active lifestyle, then basically any Pilates studio should be fine. I'm a bigger advocate in smaller group classes and big group classes. Um, there's both in the Pilates world. You'll have some that have like 12 people in one class. And then you have some like my studio that's semi-private. So the max that we'll have in a class is five. Um, especially if you're starting out, I recommend a smaller class just because the instructor, it's, it's only one person. They only have one set of eyes. So um, just to make sure that you're doing everything correctly, that you actually don't end up hurting yourself in the process just because you got lost in the in the group of people, um, I would suggest just a smaller class size. You can ask that as well when you call to, to ask about the credentials of the instructors that they have. Um, and then, I mean, there's two different types of Pilates. There's classical and there's contemporary. Most Pilates studios have a mix of both. Classical, just it's more, which I was actually classically trained just because I'm, I'm already a PT. So I was just looking for 
just the, the type of um, training that just mixed well with my schedule. But basically classical, it's instructors that stick very closely to the original classic way of doing Pilates, which is a certain set of exercises in a specific order, which is okay. But I think that if you're especially, if you're recovering from an injury, I don't really recommend it just because you, you need to have the freedom of, of modifying for a person. And classical Pilates instructors don't really do that because they're a little bit more rigid in the way that they structure their classes. So I would look for something a little bit more contemporary that they're a little bit more fluid um, in the way that they set up their classes, which those people are usually PTs anyway, so you shouldn't have a problem with that. But that's something else you can ask as well. Um, but besides that, I mean, you can always just look at reviews. If they have good reviews, and they're probably good. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Reviews are the best. Do your research. Right now, if this is probably going to come out when we're still, unfortunately, in COVID, and a lot, a lot of Pilates studios are going online and doing virtual classes via zoom or whichever platform and i know that the studio that alexia works for is doing zoom because i i did it so if you're a Miamian, or i probably can do it if you're not because now that it's virtual so if you want to check out it's conscious movement pilates yep. so just put it into the web right yep that's it it's all there on the website we so Oh, I think we hit a lot that I wanted to talk about. It was a great conversation. Um, any last minute like advice or thoughts to get to the audience? I feel like we covered everything. I mean, basically, it's just to tell people, don't be afraid to try something new. Um, I, I believe that our body does best when we expose it to new things, new ways of moving, and just listen to your body. If you start to feel a little bit off, some pain, just back off and, and listen to your body. And don't be afraid of telling the person that's showing you the movement, hey, this is going on, and they'll modify it. So don't just don't be afraid of trying something new. You'd be surprised. Yes, such a good end note. Listen to your body and communicate. So cool. How do we get to, how do we see um, more about you? Where do we contact you? So for right now, I'm currently in the works of creating a separate Instagram, but for right now I just have my one Instagram, which is just my name. So it's Alexia Incera, I-N-C-E-R-A. So everything put together. Um, and then from there, I'll be giving out updates of when I'll be actually creating the separation between the PT Pilates and just just personal. But um, I also have my email, which is just alexiamarie793 at gmail.com. Um, and there, you know, any questions that anybody has, I'll feel free to, to reach out to me. And I, I can also try to help you with finding the right place if you want to try Pilates once this is all over, all the quarantine stuff. Um, but yeah, feel free to just contact me in either of those platforms. I'm here. Yeah, I'm going to put those in the show notes. So if you guys want to connect with um, her, you can. We want to be available and get to know all you guys. So thank you for listening. Um, let us know what resonated with you, what you have questions about. You can take a screenshot of this episode and put it on your Instagram story. We want to know what you guys like so we can keep giving you all the goods. So with that, we are out. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. So excited to have you on. 
and I wanted to share with you a fantastic opportunity if you are dealing with body aches and pains because you don't have to have those every day and my job and my passion my obsession is to help you get out of those so I created the perfect vessel for you to have that freedom of pain remember what it was like before you had those daily aches and pains that is all yours and this program is going to be so transformative to get you back to that feeling so if you want a doctor of physical therapy in your pocket today contact me on instagram at doc holly health i can't wait to guide you and shift you back into the highest version of yourself Healing is ready for you.